This is Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of the Wealthy Retailer podcast series. This topic comes from the weekly series where Dan focuses on items of importance for the independent retailer. That theme of looking ahead and, and you know, taking challenges head on. I love this story out of entrepreneur.com uh, uh, talking about this, this uh, um, entrepreneur who, you know, was quick in the headline to say, aha moments are a dime a dozen. It's, it's who's taking that big chance, who's plowing ahead uh, to, to get it done. Dan, some pretty cool things here, especially when she talks about doubling the size of her business in, in 2020 of all years. What were your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this article, it talks about uh, Steph Clymer, who is uh, the founder, um, this, this entrepreneurial um, powerhouse. I'm going to call her a powerhouse that details the pivot. So the article really does detail, asks her questions. It's a good Q&A article. And in the article, Steph details the pivots that transformed her retail business. This is a 40-year-old mom of three, and like I say, a retail entrepreneurial powerhouse. She opened her first maternity store in 2006 called uh, Expecting, and 10 years later in 2016, she rebranded to Shop Common Thread. So Shop Common Thread is now the the brand that she uh, sells under. And when asked why she changed, she said, we no longer sold maternity clothing and I could not stand to hear one more woman ask, isn't that store for pregnant women? And and a lot of us are gonna go through this as we shift our assortments. And this is what happens in a store when you start to steer your assortment. You pick a label, a brand, that is tied exclusively to one vertical you're faced with this exact same challenge that Steph was. She no longer sold maternity clothing and expecting sort of um, broadcast a message of we're for you know, pregnant moms. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. And so after that rebrand, to get away from expecting and onto common thread, they started to gain significant market share. They outgrew their existing space And in 2019, she signed a lease on the space next door. And in January 2020, like a few of us, you know, opened and literally doubled her business in size to begin 2020. You know, so you're open in January and March you close and you have to quickly pivot and realign. And in that, since that, you know, fatal two months, that wasn't fatal for Steph in that two month period that, that was you know, virtual lockdown everywhere for them. You know, they they found another business. They found another gap, another opportunity and rented a warehouse and created a brand called Heart and Twine. And it's a custom gift, gift business. And so I'm going to encourage everybody, you know, we'll share a copy of this article, a link to this Q&A article from entrepreneur.com in our podcast, uh, pardon me, in our newsletter. Yep. You got to click on it and read these great stories. You know, we can be inspired. And what I loved most about this article really wasn't the pivot or the growth or the success, but rather how she defined the word entrepreneur. She defines an entrepreneur as someone who dares greatly, someone who sees opportunity and then takes action. Entrepreneurs take risks and sometimes fall or fail in a big way. But we learn from the experience and then try again. Entrepreneurs are vulnerable, 
leaders, visionaries, dreamers, and hustlers. And I have, I mean, this is just way to go, Steph. Really, really well done. Loved this story. And even her definition, you know, we're vulnerable, we're visionaries, we, you know, we take everything to task, we dream, and we hustle. That's entrepreneurialism. Do you, do you, um, you know, a big part of that entrepreneur side that, you know, removing that fear and just being ready to take a chance, but taking that chance knowing that, okay, this might fail, but I'll, I'll dust off and keep going again. You seen that lot, Dan, or is that something you'd like to see more of? With, with well, I want to see more of it. I have seen lots of it, been there, done that myself, yep. failed at lots of things. But it's our fear, not fear of failure, it is pending failure that makes us re-examine over and over and over again, re-envision, redevelop, you know, iterate over and over and over again. And I'm not ever afraid to fail, not especially now after having failed more than once. Yeah. You know, you know what the recovery looks like. You know how to climb back to the to the to the top of your barrel you know how to overcome it and you learn from every single setback and we see it you know lots of times in retail I mean look at Target Target what a great example in Canada of failing in a big big way you know not really understanding now are they ever gonna come back probably not probably not but it was a good example of for everyone else on the sideline to learn from that failure. Which as entrepreneurs, we're always watching what's going on. We're always interested in in the happening, what's happening. And you've gotta take, you know, let's go back to the first article at Pops. If you want big rewards, you've gotta take big risks. You gotta be prepared to put it on the line to get a reward. Right on. Thanks for joining us on the Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of The Wealthy Retailer. Watch for the full Wealthy Retailer podcast each week where Dan dives into the headlines of the week that are important to you, the independent retailer. You can find The Wealthy Retailer on all the major podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe. And if you'd like more information, be sure to head to thewealthyretailer.com.